Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Lios enchim anyevu. Greetings, everyone. May the Creator bless you all. And welcome to my podcast, The Good Do E Medicine Podcast. I'll be your host, Pete Rodriguez. Good morning, good morning, welcome to the podcast, Ketchamalea. How are you? Thank you everyone for supporting the podcast, um, the Good to E-Medicine podcast. It's been a while, but we are on season three, episode one, every June. Right now, it's July 4th, it's the 4th of July, Independence Day. I wanted to catch up on the um on the podcast for everyone today, all our loyal listeners, and uh, catch you up on a couple of things that's going on. It's been a while, as I mentioned, since I recorded a, a an episode, but I did want to catch up on a couple of things that's been going on with me here personally, especially, especially the accident I had back in um, March. It all happened on March 10th. I look back on that day and I think to myself, the only thing that always comes up is I should have just had that cup of coffee. Uh, I went up to Phoenix for a volunteer to volunteer with the COVID-19 vaccinations on on a Saturday on March 10th. It was a beautiful day and I had one of my friends, one of my colleagues that's on Clubhouse, she invited me to have a cup of coffee after the vaccinations, you know, so we can meet in person. But, no, I decided to go to the park. We went to, me and my colleague Daniel, we went to a um, um, Tempe Town Lake instead. Uh, it was a good idea. I enjoyed it. But then again, I should have just had a cup of coffee. I should have just had a cup of coffee. It just goes through my head. Because on that day, I had my accident. Really bad, traumatic accident. Um, it's way worse than it, it, uh, it turned out to be. So today it's July 4th. And let's see, March, April, May, June, July. Four months, going on four months. And I cannot walk. I can't walk. I'm on crutches or I use my wheelchair. So that's a long recovery, very long recovery. I am starting to put weight on it, but I can't walk fully. I walk with a limp if I don't use anything assistant. I can't take more than a few steps. So the so the process is, is pretty slow. It's pretty long. And uh, I'll go into details what happened on that day, March 10th. Yeah, going back to March 10th, we decided to go to check out Tempe Town Lake, town of Tempe. Yes, that's redundant, but that's okay. And we rented one of those little scooters, the little electric little bird scooters or whatever they call different names, so we could cruise around the lake. And that was fun, but those things are dangerous. They're really, really 
dangerous. And I urge everyone to take caution when you do get on those things and rent those things. And um, yeah, so we cruised around the lake, took some pictures, went around the bridge, came back. Everything was just fine. We were almost back to the Jeep, to our cars, to our vehicles, parked in the parking lot right there at the lake. And um, we were on the scooters. And I'm not sure what happened, but I was cruising back. We were both cruising back on our way. And the last thing I remembered, I took a either a turn or those things are powerful, I wanted to mention. And they go really fast. So I was cruising back and I'm not sure what happened. But the last thing I know, I remember I was... I lost control. Either I went over, I turned too sharp, or the front wheel went up a little bit. But either way, I lost control. I put my foot down to break my fall. And the scooter was going one way and I was going the other way. So my left leg, my left foot went down first as an instinct to break my fall and yep a couple of things did break um i did stop but my i was going so fast and the force i guess of the fall and me stopping on the sidewalk right next to the lake uh it dislocated my not only did it dislocate my left knee off to one side it was off to the right to the left of my leg my knee dislocated the impact was so hard, it also broke, what is it, the fibula? Let me look it up really quick. Because I always get it wrong, those two bones. Fibula, yeah. It broke the fibula and the tibia, both of them. That's how bad the impact was. So it broke them not only like in the middle, which we probably would have healed a lot faster, both the tibia and the fibula broke right on top. What I mean on top, it's like right where they connect to the knee joint. So they broke both of them on the very tippy top of the bone, right where they connect to the knee joint. So they broke off the tops or the top of the bones, the tibia and the fibula, and also dislocated the knee. That's how bad the impact was. So it was a pretty traumatic injury. Fast forward, they did call 911. I, I helped, I was uh, assisted by my colleague over to the nearby bench. Uh, very nice people there. They gave me an ice bag. There was a, there were people enjoying their, uh, their Saturday afternoon. I guess it was about a little after one. They uh, had some ice from an ice chest. They wrapped it up for me, gave it to me for my knee. It helped. Uh, I was helped over to a nearby park bench where I sat there and wait, waited for Tempe uh, Fire Rescue. Uh, they drove up the uh, sidewalk up to the lake. They uh, put me on a gurney and they put me in the ambulance. And yeah, they said this happens daily, daily scooter accidents. That's why I want to emphasize in this podcast that those scooters are super dangerous and they should either be I don't know I don't want to say taken off 
or ban, but they definitely need to be reduced the power and the speed they have somehow controlled. But um, yeah, I was taken to the Tempe Hospital right down right by ASU. We were, we were right by the Arizona State University, so the ride was only like a couple minutes away, right by north of Arizona State University. I'm sorry, south. And I was there. They um, unloaded me, threw me in one of the emergency rooms. Doctor came by, looked at my leg. Uh, yeah, he says it's broken. It's dislocated. Took some x-rays. I stayed there for about an hour. Doctor came back and said, yep, you're going to need a... Yeah, we can't help you here. That's what he said. It's pretty traumatic. You know, There's, uh, it's beyond what they could do at that hospital. You're going to have to go to a trauma unit. And I was like, whoa. They did give me some pain pills for the pain because it was really painful. Um, but yeah, but they said you're going to have to go to a trauma unit for surgery and to replace that broken bones and that knee because it was above what they could do at that hospital. So, yeah, I was more concerned at that point. Um, so, yeah, I told my family, hey, I'm over here. I had an accident. Don't worry about me. They're taking good care of me. So threw me in another ambulance. So there I go into another ambulance. This time I'm going to Scottsdale. Honor Health. So there's a trauma unit there for trauma injuries, trauma surgeries, and things like that. So that's where I headed. So I took another ambulance ride. This one took a little bit longer. I'd say it was about a 20-minute ride over to Scottsdale. So, yep, I went in there, and I got off into that Honor Health. Really nice hospital. I called it a bougie hospital. It was really bougie. Scottsdale is bougie anyways, but... um. They took good care of me there, uh, treatment, but yeah, I was dislocated. First surgery I had at Scottsdale was a uh, external fixator where they uh, pretty much the next day they um, they had to put a, a couple bars. They drilled, actually it wasn't drilled. There were two screws that were screwed into my top femur and the bottom of my tibia. It's two screws. On the bottom of the leg, if you could picture two screws on the top of my leg and two screws at the bottom of the leg, and they they put a fixator outside of my leg to straighten out my leg with two bars. So that straightened out my leg, and they put the dislocation back, put my leg back as best they could, and straighten it out with that external fixator. Leg was still broken. There was nothing done with my my break, it just straightened out my leg for now with that external fixator. So that stayed on for maybe, I think it was two days, and they planned the surgery. So the second surgery was actually to go into my leg and put in, basically take out the external fixator and put in an internal one, you know, just to keep the layman terms, to put in the internal one. This is when all the hardware went into inside my leg. You know, I had to have two brace, two, uh, I don't know if they're called braces or two bars, some kind of metal bars to fix the internal part of my my brakes and a lot of screws. I think there was maybe 11 or 12 screws to hold everything together. So that happened like on the third or fourth day I was at the hospital and um, that was the second surgery. They put everything back together inside the leg so they had to literally uh lay me down on my stomach and they opened up the back part of my 
pretty much my calf. That's why it so hurts so much because calf is a big muscle and I have big calves. So they open that up, put in all the hardware, plates and screws and stuff and uh, screwed everything back together and tried to put my leg back together as best as possible. Great surgeons, trauma surgeons. This is their specialty. So I'm very grateful everything went well with surgeries. Um, I stayed there for another couple days I wanted to go home so they treated me pretty well but I couldn't walk very very hard getting out of the bed slow slow process going to the bathroom was difficult standing up putting any weight that was beginning of the surgery was very very difficult but little by little I was seen by the physical therapist she had me stand up sit down go to the bathroom by myself oh that was so painful so painful but I had to do it. And finally, like one week to the day, I, I I was scheduled to leave. But I broke out in a fever. So they kept me there for a few hours. So my family drove up from Tucson and uh, to pick me up. But my poor family had to wait a couple more hours, several hours, because I had a fever and they didn't want to let me go. I was ready to go. I was ready to go, packed up, ready to go, had all my stuff, you know. But nope, I had a fever, so they gave me some Tylenol and some other things, some pain pills to get the fever down. So I just waited there for a few hours and uh you know, in a wheelchair. They gave me a walker, they gave me a wheelchair and some other stuff, just waiting for it to go home. But um you know, we had to pick up my Jeep, which was still at the late. Uh, actually, my colleague dropped it off at the other hospital. So we had two cars to drive home that day after uh, I got released. But after a few hours wait, my fever did go down. I did take a pain pill, a pretty good one, you know, because I knew the, the ride home was going to be painful. But um, we we finally got released. Doctor said, okay, you're you're good to go, so... My son drove up in our car, picked me up at the emergency exit, entrance exit, I guess to say, and uh, wheeled me in to the uh, passenger side. Very painful, just bending my knee, just getting it into the car was so much pain, but um, I had to do it, and we had to get home. I had to get home, and that was a long, long trip back home. That's a two-hour drive in that seated position and I had to have my leg pretty much straightened. It was bandaged up, completely bandaged up. And it was, uh, you know, I had to like almost lay down in the car with the seat all the way back just to keep my leg straight because it wouldn't bend. It wouldn't bend. It wasn't bending anyway. It was just, I had it propped up in the hospital at all times, elevated and straight. At that point, I, I couldn't bend it straighten it at all nothing just pure pain so I took the two-hour ride home it was very uncomfortable but when I got home finally luckily I was set up at home my sister had a couple of items there to help me uh, at home transition luckily I had a, a bed one of those bed um I guess rails handrails so I could get in and out of bed easily I already had a wheelchair I had crutches the hospital gave me a walker I had a shower uh, 
chair I could use. I had a bathroom commode handle seat type deal. I don't even know what they're called. But I was set to go for recovery at home. I was set. But it was painful. God, I remember the first couple days I just to go to the bathroom was such a such pain and such a chore. I it was so painful just to get up and walk on the uh, walker. Uh just dangling my leg there. I had to literally take a pain pill before I had to go to the bathroom back and forth and that was just so painful just to get in and out of bed and go back. That was my that was my physical activity for the day, just going to the bathroom. That's it. I just, I didn't even, I couldn't even go. I, I just wanted to go to a, to use a, to use the number one. I just went to a, like a bedpan. That was the easiest for me. And it was just, you know, just too much pain. That was less like the first week. The second week got a little bit easier. I could uh, use my crutches. It was so painful, though, just to get up and walk around and go to the bathroom and things like that. But, um, yeah, I couldn't walk. I couldn't do much. It was just bedridden maybe for the first couple weeks. And I had to have my meals brought to me. Thank God my wife made me a lot of good food for recovery. But, yeah, I was just in bed, elevated, taking pain pills, taking things for the fever, um, trying to move around, so much pain, my, my leg was just bandaged, it was pretty much limited just to the bed for the first couple weeks, then I finally saw my doctor after, I had to move up to date, because I was getting worried, my leg was so swollen, it was red, it was just so uncomfortable, and, uh, they took, uh, I finally saw my surgeon here in Tucson, and uh, she took off the bandages. I thought it was too early, but it looked really nasty. The the stitches, the bandage, it was oozing. It wasn't infected or nothing. You know, it was normal. It was just really gross. They cleaned it out. They wrapped the new bandages on there. She said, I can start physical therapy. I should start as soon as possible because my leg's going to stay pretty stiff when you start moving it around and doing some things. So... We scheduled some physical therapy maybe the third, fourth week out. Maybe the first month, I think. I'm really bad with dates, but yeah. So, And then after that, I had another visit. They took off the stitches, which was pretty painful, you know, especially a couple of those that were dug in there really deep. But um, yeah, I started the long process of physical therapy, moving my knees, trying to straighten it. The most important thing was straightening it. I can... Right now, I can bend it almost 45 degrees. I can bend it pretty good without no pain. I just can't straighten it. I need maybe zero degrees is straight. So I'm a, I need about 10 more degrees to get it straightened. That's where it's stuck. That's where my plateaued, I guess, so to speak. About 10 degrees. So I need a, to get down to zero and that'll be straight. So I'm pretty much plateaued at 10 and it doesn't want to straighten out anymore. So that's one of the concerns about my leg. It doesn't want to straighten. So without it straightened completely straight, zero degrees, I'm not going to be able to walk completely right. I can probably just hobble around, maybe have a little little limp, gimp, limp there with my walk, but that's where I'm at right now. I can't put too much weight on it because it hurts the knee. 
um, but I'm starting to put a little bit more weight on it. So that's four months already. April, May, June, July. I can put some weight, but my knee starts hurting. <clears throat> I can't put full weight. I can stand up straight, stand up as much as I can, but with both legs without any assistance, but I can't walk without a, a limp. So I can't walk very far at all, maybe a few steps. But yeah, I still go to physical therapy every week. It's pretty expensive, but, uh, you know, I do a lot of uh, exercises here at home. Um, straightening exercises, stretching, you know, bending, mainly the straightening, trying to put weight on there, trying to straighten out that knee, the uh, ligaments in the back, the muscles, uh, the, um, what is it, the uh, tendons back there, the calf, the, uh, the definitely stretching the calf but muscles back there the tendons trying to get everything straightened out even my ankle also is not fully straight so i'm trying to straighten all that out so it's going to be a long process i was hoping to be a lot faster than this but the bones aren't healing correctly either i forgot to mention that so it's taking a long time so i got up they boosted my vitamin d so the bones will heal a little bit better so they're not healing as fast you can still see when they last x-rayed me, you can still still see a little bit of the, the like a little crack in the bones between the hardware that's in there. So it's not healing fully. It's not fully healed. The bones haven't healed back together. So little concern. So they up my vitamin D. So I'm taking vitamin D supplements. But all in all, it's been a long process. Grateful, you know, I'm able to, you know, move around more. Being able to drive on my own was very, very positive for me. Made me feel more independent when I can actually move around on my own. You know, I'm very grateful I can do that. I can move around on my own, do things on my own. The first time I drove myself to physical therapy was so liberating. I can actually do things on my own without someone having to take me places that was very, very liberating to, for me to actually get out of the house after like a month on my own, you know, move around on my crutches. I don't go to the stores very much, you know, because I can't walk very much. I did go to Lowe's one time and I rented one of those little carts. Not rented. I'm thinking about those darn scooters. I got one, one of those little mobility carts. So that was cool, you know, but I still need help for someone to bring me that mobility cart to me to the car and then I can go around in the stores but I don't do that too much so yeah it's just it's just tiring it's just tiring by the end of the day I'm pretty much exhausted if I'm doing a lot of activity moving around either on the crutches or the wheelchair or doing stuff around the house or helping my dad you know it's very tiring very tiring I'm surprised how much tired I get at the end of the day after moving around my leg hopping around on one foot you know, doing activities, it's very exhausting, very exhausting, but I'm very grateful, I'm, very, I'm so positive, I'm so grateful, I always end my podcast with health as well, because it is, it's, it's so important to stay healthy, and I do want to mention too, definitely, definitely take care of your health, you know, that one day on March 10th, you know, it was just a freak accident, freak accident, I don't know if I'll ever get on a scooter again, but I definitely want to be out there and doing things once I get better. You know, I don't want to limit myself. I want to get up there to start 
Not necessarily skateboarding or being on the scooter. Someone saying, you're too old, Pete. I just turned 54 to be doing that things. And it came from a doctor. It wasn't a doctor of medicine. I won't mention, mention their name, but they said, you used to be too old to be doing those things. I'm like, ah, that's the way you feel. I don't feel old. I want to still have a lot of life to live a lot of things to do I want to do I want to do things I won't be able to be I won't be climbing Picacho Peak anytime soon but hey if I'm able to maybe one more time at least Tumamak Hill Tumamak Hill here in Tucson one of uh, Tucson's favorite hiking places uh, I think I mentioned it in this podcast but it's a very difficult climb it's about a three mile no it's about a mile and a half up but it's pretty much vertical going up but that'll be a difficult climb. But it'd be nice if I could do that at least a couple more times. But that's a goal. But my right, right now my knee says no. My leg says no, no, no. Maybe another year. But it's been a long process, you know. I'm still not able to walk fully. Only a few steps here and there. But really grateful to my physical therapist, my doctors, my surgeons, my family for helping me out. My clubhouse family, they've been supportive I haven't met them, but they're really encouraging, positive for me. And I talk to them. Even in the hospital, I always talk to them. My family, clubhouse, Zoom meetings. It was pretty cool, you know, having them there for their their support. So they always ask, how am I doing? Even friends and family, how am I doing? But it's going good. It's going good. So and my podcast, my listeners, thank you for listening and uh, tuning into the podcast. So, uh it's been a while since I, I've made an episode, but um, I'm in here today, 4th of July. I said, you know what? I'm going to set up my Mac. I'm going to set up my interface, my mic. I got a new stand. I'm going to record a episode, but I did have a lot of plans. So, so a lot of those things got, you know, set back a little bit. A little minor setback, you know. It's not bad. And uh, unfortunately, also, last weekend, my dad got hit by a drunk driver. Oh my God, it was horrible. Scared the living ish out of me. I was actually shaking when I got the call from my dad. So that was another setback. He's okay. He's fine. He's very strong. A lot of people asked. I didn't didn't talk about it too much. I didn't put it on social media or anything. Maybe on Twitter I tweeted it in case anybody knows or saw anything, any witnesses. But um, he's fine. He's fine. His truck is totaled. Uh, He had a little red truck. I wasn't even going to bring it up on this podcast, but yeah, that's another setback. So I had to move everything back and help my dad, um, you know, with insurance. His truck is still busted. We, his power chair he had, it got broken. It got flinged off the, the um, his little carrier. So his power chair is busted. His mobility chair is busted. His uh, carrier is busted. The truck, of course, is damaged. The bed's gone, but... um. Thank God, creator, that he's fine. He's perfectly fine. He's back to work. Um, it could have been a lot worse, you know, head-on or sideswipe. But he was hit in the back of the cab. And, uh, you know, the truck just did a little twirl. And uh, the drunk driver, they fled the scene. There were several of them. They were drunk. Um, obviously, there was alcohol bottles laying around in the intersection where he got hit. It was totally their fault. My dad was on a green arrow. They were uh, coming. Uh, they ran the red. You know, my dad had the right away green arrow making a left turn on intersection. And they just ran a red and ran right into him. Very lucky he was hit towards the back of the cab and the truck uh, got damaged pretty hard. But they left the truck there. They left the 
their truck there, obviously my dad was very, very scared and terrified, um, but he's okay, thank God. There was a lot of good Samaritans that helped him to the nearby McDonald's. They were really, really, really nice. To, shout out to the McDonald's crew right there on uh, Mission and Ajo. They gave us some drinks. They gave the first responders, police, um, some drinks, even some meals for being out there. It was very, very hot that day. But I want to thank them, everyone, lots of help. So right now we're in the process of, oh my gosh, helping my dad get his truck fixed. His truck's demolished in our backyard. His mobility chair is broken. It still works. The carrier's busted. It bent frame and bent a lot of things. So we got to get all that replaced with insurance companies. Whew. So I'll probably do that today. After the podcast, I'll probably call. I don't. They might be closed today. It's a holiday. So maybe I'll do that tomorrow. So um, I'm just grateful all around for everything right now. I need to take a little break. Alrighty, I had to take a little break there. Uh, yeah, I was just reflecting a little bit on everything, and I was like, sort of emotions started to to get me there for a little bit. So um, I'm back, and I just want to wrap up. I've been talking about 30 minutes or so, so I just wanted to wrap up, uh, make mainly make the uh, my point to um, you know just uh, express gratitude and gratefulness for. Um, your situation, my situation, you know, even though, you know, I can't walk literally, but, um, you know, I'm grateful, stay humble. I'm happy the recovery. It's a process, you know, I'm looking forward to the rest of the process, the rest of the recovery. So one year from now, we'll see where I'm at, you know, hopefully I'm, I'm able to walk. I do want to emphasize health as wealth, you know, take care of your health, you know, be out there because things can change, from one instance, a uh, freak accident like I had in March, my dad's uh, drunk driver, you know, accident, you know, could have been a lot worse. Thanks. Thank you to creator that it wasn't, you know, it was, you know, it was, he's really good. He's, he's, he's doing well. So health is wealth. Take care of your health, you know, make sure you're eating correctly, you know, eating the right foods, getting your exercise you know, not drinking too much alcohol. I know it's a holiday. A lot of people partake in those things. Uh, but one of the main reasons I, um, I I stopped drinking alcohol, been sober, and turned vegan was because of my health. You know, I want to live. I want to be strong. I want to be there for family, friends, eventually grandkids, hopefully. You know, uh, this process, healing process will you know, speed up and I'll be able to walk and run and hike again. So I'm looking forward to all that. Many, many more years. So yeah, things can change in an instant. So watch your health, take care of your health, you know, get your exercise, get your sun, you know, get a lot of sunlight, fresh air, get out in nature, walk around, hike, go to the park, 
you know, get out in nature. It's so beautiful out there in the world. Even though we're still in a pandemic, things are opening up, you know, little by little. But there's always variants coming out. And I know I read the news and a lot of things coming up. Pe- people are closed. Here in Arizona, it's a little bit different. You know, things are opening up, you know, but people are still out there. Just take care of yourself, you know, mentally. Also, always forget to mention the... Uh, psychological aspect of your health you know take care of yourself mentally take breaks you know if you need it get help if you need it there's a lot of uh crisis lines you can call for help mental health or just reach out to me you know uh dm me on instagram or twitter if you need to ask me any questions you need some help or need some kind of uh referrals i can i have colleagues a lot of connections on clubhouse i can look for those for you you know make those contacts for you if you need some kind of assistance no matter what it could be, you know, mental, physical, emotional, you know, you have to take care of all of that mind, body, soul, your spirit. I always recommend going outside. I love being outside, watching the sunsets, you know, taking little walks here and there as much as I can, you know, getting out. Right now we're in the right in the middle of the monsoon season, which is awesome. It's beautiful out here. It's very humid, but the monsoons are beautiful. Rain, the wind, all the animals start coming out. It's so beautiful in the desert when it rains. It's very hot, dangerous during the day and during the summer. But it's so beautiful when it rains. And after the monsoons, the next day, the next morning, everything's so nice outside. But um, So, let's see. This was a quickie episode, you know, just a little update on what's going on here. And we will have some um, more guests a lot of the guests will be coming via Clubhouse. I think it's a good medium. Um, Clubhouse, it's a good platform. You can find a lot of good content there in Clubhouse. A lot of good speakers, a lot of good um, content. So we'll be um, reviewing some books. Actually, we have some really good um, Indigenomics. It's a book that we are reviewing on Clubhouse, and it's being recorded. So a lot of those episodes that we're recording on Clubhouse, we're going to share them here on this uh, podcast, The Good to E-Medicine. So be on the lookout for those book reviews we're doing on Clubhouse. We're going to share those book reviews here on this podcast so you won't miss anything that's happening with the Indigenomics. That's one of the book reviews will be. If you haven't heard of that book or read that book, I urge you to uh, to get that book. It's a very, very, very good book, especially if you're a native indigenous person and you're an entrepreneur or thinking about it. That's a really great book to have, Indigenomics. So we're doing that review and we'll be getting out those podcast episodes on those reviews out soon. So we already reviewed chapter one and two. So I'm going to get those podcasts, those episodes out on this podcast soon so you can hear about our reviews on Indigenomics. So stay tuned for those. Those will be coming out shortly. Hopefully in the next week or two, we'll get those out. We have a lot of good interviews also coming out. We're starting to get the the flow going on the podcast again you know i'm feeling better every day so i'm starting to get those going for you for our listeners and um yeah so i'm really looking forward to those and more episodes coming out so i'm really excited season three this is our first episode so i'm looking forward to a great season um three so hopefully you'll stay as a loyal listener and uh so thank you again choku tesia for being a 
a loyal listener to the podcast, you know, sticking with me through thick and thin, through these accidents, through these setbacks, you know, I don't call them setbacks, you know, they're lessons, you know, I know I should have had that coffee, maybe that's what I'll, I'll, I'll title this episode, I should have, I should have just had that coffee instead, that's a good episode, instead of going to the lake and, uh, yeah, having a little, little spill there, you know, but we'll see. I'll title it something, but definitely health is wealth, you know, always end with that, and it's definitely, it's definitely, it's all, it's all you need is your health, you know, money, all these other things don't matter, you know, as long as you don't have your health and able to move around and uh, you're healthy, you're not taking any medicines or anything, you know, you're able to uh, enjoy life, you know, health, take care of your health, everyone out there. Please, please take care of your health. If there's anything else you get from this podcast is to take care of yourself, take care of your health, you know, mind, body, soul, your spirit. Take care of it because it's the most important thing you have. It's the most important thing you have. So it for this episode three, season three, episode one. Thank you, Choco Tessia. Thank you, everyone, for listening and uh I'll keep you updated. Follow me on Twitter. I, I post a lot of things on Twitter. Not too much on Facebook at all. Some stuff on Instagram. But definitely Twitter. I do daily updates on what's going on with me. You know, as far as the process, you know. I do a lot of uh, my personal stuff on Twitter. Not too personal, but you can find a lot of my updates on Twitter. You can just find me at, you know, Yaki Vegan on Twitter. I do a lot of my updates on there that I normally wouldn't do on Facebook or anywhere else you'll find them on Twitter so check me out on Twitter and um, we'll see you next time thank you health is wealth goodbye